This isn't for your eyes. To the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Coolies podcast. As always, like a standard intro now. <laughs> I think so. It just rolls off yeah, quite yeah. easy. I like it. Um, as always, I am that guy. Okay. <laughs> the guy with no name. <laughs> the guy who coughs all the time. <laughs> I, as always, am Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I am joined by Mr. David White. Hello. Um, today's episode is. A bit of a special one. We're taking a slight break from Clive Barker's season. Well, we can tie it in with Clive Barker's season. We're taking a break from the Hellraiser franchise. Because yeah. um, we went on a little road trip to London, to the beautiful Prince Charles Cinema, to sit and watch six... <laughs> <laughs> six Arrow video releases. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Good way for it. Yeah, well, I was going to say beautiful again, but I mean, yeah. they did look reasonably, you know. Well, yeah, they were touched up considering. Yeah. But we'll get to those. First and foremost, it's the part of the show that you all love the most <sighs> chatty bitches where we just talk nonsense for a bit to yeah, fill yeah. out an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like 10 minutes long. <laughs> so, what are exciting things have you been up to, Dave? Um. I've been playing loads of Slime Rancher. Slime Rancher. Yeah, have you heard of it? I've heard it. I've seen it played. Yeah. It was free with Xbox. The kids had to go oh, for about it? five minutes yeah. and then dumped it. I kind of love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like Jim Sterling um, playing it on when it came out on PC, and then obviously it was ported to consoles. I think last year maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and yeah, I've just been playing the shit out of that, man. It's been yeah. great. Isn't it just you go around hoover up certain colours of slime? Yes. Bring them There's back to your ranch. There's different types of slimes, right? You've got your pink slimes and they're everywhere. You've got your rock slimes, your tabby slimes. And you've got your like special slimes like quantum slimes, hunter slimes, right? Um, and the object, yeah. This, I mean, the object is just to keep slimes. Collect you know, slime, yeah. Ranch them, if you will. <laughs> Like cattle. Yeah, and collect their poos, and then you sell those poos on the pl- on the plot market. On the plot yeah. market. So poo slime yeah. makes bucks. Yeah, exactly. Big bank. Yeah. I got shitloads of money. <laughs> and loads of pl- loads of slimes. Excellent. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just a really sort of chill out game, you know what I mean? Yeah. From what I've seen, it's very pick up, put down. Yeah. There's no yeah. like deep thought, planning, yeah, no. strategies. No. It's just... There's no like failure state, you just collect slimes. Yeah, yeah, wait from the poo yeah. 
bank it. I mean, it is a massive waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> There's far more productive things I could be doing with my time. Yeah. But yeah, I've just been doing that. But sometimes that's all you want. Sometimes you just want one of those games you can just put it on. Yeah. No pressure. Exactly. And just. Amy likes it. So it's not like when I sort of got kind of addicted to adventure capitalist and <laughs> sitting there had, watching those yeah. numbers go round yeah, waiting exactly, for the right yeah. time to buy and we just argue because I'd just be doing that and instead of you know living my life <laughs> <laughs> and being a productive member of society so yeah I've just been doing that what about you? Um, let's see well I went to 2000 Trees yes you did yeah. how was that? that was alright it was a bit of a backstory. I decided that I was going to do something next year next year being this year and I was going to go to some festival. Yeah. And I mean, we go, do normally try and go to one festival a year. Yeah, we try and usually do our tangent or something yeah. in a similar sort of um, vein. And there was talks for a bit about downloads about yeah, possibly yeah. going, but it's a bit pricey. And yeah. uh, So this time last year, after I'd had my Christmas pay, which had my little bonus in it, I was like, right, we're going to buy tickets to go somewhere. The wife wanted to tag along. She was right. Like, let's go somewhere. Oudinard about our tangent and he was yeah. like well, I don't know if you really like our tangent I mean at the time I think the only headline that had been announced was Meshuggah yeah so it was yeah, yeah you definitely don't like Meshuggah yeah. so yeah depending on which way they go with the rest of the lineup, could go either way yeah so he was like I know we'll do 2000 Trees because 2000 Trees have a more mainstream alternative lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for want of a contradictory like <laughs> Um, I mean, last year I think they had had the drive-in, refused the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Um, previous more years. of a punky lineup as opposed to like a yeah, and more rock. of a easy going. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Arctangent is very much a lot more obscure bands. Art rock and math rock and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot more accessible. Um, so they hadn't announced any of the bands to play, but we were like, let's just do it. Let's buy tickets. Let's go. Let's check it out. Yeah. As the year went on, they started dropping some bands. There was a couple where I was like, oh, I suppose I could go watch that person. It's like mm. Frank Turner. I used to really like Frank Turner's earlier stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've since gone off him. I was like, well, he's headlining. Oh, yeah, maybe I'd go watch him to say, just to say I've seen him. Uh, a couple of other bits. And, uh, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, they drop every time I die a plane. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fuck yes. yes. Somebody I want to go watch. Thank fuck for that. Yeah. And not only that, they drop that they're going to be playing in its entirety that album that I like <laughs> can you not remember the name of it or? I think it was Hot Damn wasn't it Hot Damn yeah. that was it <coughs> I was thinking God Damn no it's not yeah. God Damn Hot Damn yeah. Hot Damn yeah. in its entirety Hot Damn <laughs> yes that one that really good one that I like yeah. Hot Damn Thank you so much you can remember what it's called <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so it's like fucking yes let's have it I'll have some of that except the only problem with that was that they play on Sunday last but one on yeah. the main stage and we're just like okay we'll hang around for that yeah with our time you do tend to sort of leave you don't leave after every band you know you don't stay the last night you don't tend to stay the last night you sort of leave yeah we leave sort of at the end of the last band because it's, yeah. it's about an hour or so away and same with this the plan was oh, it's only an hour or so away we'll wait until we finished on the Sunday yeah, yeah. and then come back yeah um but yeah, or the Thursday, Thursday, Saturday. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Time is irrelevant at the moment. It's just <laughs> <Sounds> a construct now. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, no, we got there, went to unpack the tent, realised that the poles weren't with the tent, so we didn't have a fucking tent to sleep in. 
I had to go buy tents and 2000 trees do this whole thing where they like charge you get your wristband right. and on your wristband is essentially like a chip and pin okay. bit of plastic yeah. and you pre-charge oh, you pre it with money, with money. Yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. so I put 200 quid on it I was yeah. like okay 200 quid that's enough money we're going to take we got a tent we got food we got yeah. beers 200 quid is enough that we can enjoy some food while we uh, yeah, yeah. we got Go beers bar. if you want to have beers from yeah, the bar yeah. and we've got money for a bit of merch if yeah, needs yeah. be because generally I'm terrible you say a bit of merch you make 150 quid on merch <laughs> I was really good tickets. this year I was so fucking good this year I only bought one bit of merch fucking hell what was it? it was a Haggard Cat uh, LP oh, nice. but yeah this is like oh, that's quite a strain is that was. because Sarah was with you uh, and if she wasn't there would you have picked up more merch no <laughs> they, <laughs> there were a couple of bits I was doing an iron about like every time I die I had two t-shirts and yeah. I went back like every day yeah. to wait and see if they print out vinyl because they do that standard thing where the band sends stuff forward yeah and so like okay cool right every time I die t-shirts nice I like that one I'll keep an eye on that one yeah but I'm waiting for the records I'm waiting for that fucking Salem 7 inch yes. that you cannot yeah, yeah. fucking get over here yeah, but they man. seem to still have some floating around over in the US yeah and it's just like spring them here yeah. I'll buy two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell no, right, yeah. Um, so yeah I was like, oh, waiting. Went in later on the fucking no. Went in later the next day. No, went in a couple of times on this last day, hoping that there was going to be some stuff. That's the thing. Normally, like they put the vinyl up of the band that's playing that day. Yeah. So, so if it was Sunday, it would have been sort of the vinyl would have been there that day. For so. that day. Well, I was here. I was going back and checking the other yeah, stuff because, yeah. like I said, I'm terrible for fucking buying merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was, I was using it as an excuse to go back, but yeah. also to check out other stuff. Yeah. yeah. But no, they were, they were Yeah. Usually, it's like ooh, t-shirts and records. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was very restrained. I just bought the one. Nice. And I was going to buy an every time I die t-shirt. But they sold out. Because oh. I waited too long. Yeah. Held back, man. For that fucking so seven happens inches. So hold back. Exactly. I should have just gone wild and just yeah, bought yeah. a fucking t-shirt. Definitely. Um, but yeah, no, that was right. Well, there was a couple... There wasn't like any major bands that I actually wanted to watch. Yeah. Um, except we watched Frank Turner Headline and I just got pissed off with him because he's like... I don't know. I remember the days when he was broke selling Ruben merch because Million Dead had called her a day yeah. and now he's like singing about living your best life and you know just doing whatever it is that makes you happy and it's like it's okay for you to say you played Wembley and you've got loads of money now yeah. I've got a wife and three fucking kids that are constantly like nagging why aren't you playing Wembley great? Yeah, why aren't I playing Wembley yeah. with all my mad guitar skills <laughs> wasting time exactly wasting my life if I just stuck with that guitar I would have been a hero by now I mean, well, your bass or your <laughs> either? <laughs> I can't play either of them very well, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was all right. I mean, the highlight was obviously every time I die. Yeah. Um, we left after every time I die played. It was quite nice to have a weekend away. Mm. I drank plenty, and yeah, only bought one record. There was a couple of bands I checked out that were quite good. Um, I put them up on our Instagram stories. I put up the thing once the episode goes up about some of the bands cool. to give people a sample of sounds. But it was bands like Gouged Away were really good. Yeah. Um, I sent you John. Mm. They're just like a two piece. who just oh, we'll go from this tent to that tent, and they just happened to be playing. I was like, yeah. man, these guys are pretty good. Just a two piece. Yeah. Um, again, Haggard Cat. They were one of the ones I was keen to go watch. Go in there. Mm. Um, Danger Face was another one which is just like a sort of party every time I die esque band yeah 
but yeah I'll put up a couple of samples to give people a chance to check out some stuff if they so choose to sweet um, I've been playing Fallout 4 still I, th- I thought you hated Fallout 4 I do I fucking loathe it yeah. now I'm at the point where I've checked my save and it's like oh you spend two days and I'm like no <laughs> I'm wasting my fucking life again the plateau? on this cunting game no I'm just like the idea was I was gonna I never finished the DLC right. so I was like right I'll buy the game of the year edition yeah. and I'm gonna finish the DLC yeah. I'm gonna get it done so that I can have a full on overview of the game and be all like yeah okay they ballsed up with this bit but actually they polished it off with this that and the other right I've done there's only two bits three bits of story DLC the one automatron story bit is fucking terrible but it introduces robots you can craft your own robot companions okay. so you can make them out of different chassis and you know all this yeah, sort of yeah. stuff and build these fucking massive tank companions essentially that can carry loads of shit and help you out which is kind of cool Yeah. but that's just like a mod to the okay. game it's not yeah, really yeah. like doesn't add like any major depth right um, the second Far Harbor storyline I finished that one previously I quite enjoyed that that was mm. alright running through it again wasn't very exciting yeah. but it was the Nuka Cola bit that I hadn't done and I was like I'm going to do this fucking Nuka Cola bit mm. except it's fucking boring I yeah. hate it I'm not interested <laughs> in the slightest yeah. um, so I'm trying to mop up the different story unlocking the different story because there's the four factions and yeah, each yeah, one's yeah. got the trophies so I'm in the process of currently doing that yeah. and I'm just I'm so done I might just finish the one and just be all like done yeah 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 and maybe not even bother finishing the Nuka Cola storyline. So essentially, I've just wasted three days of my life. I mean, I've not played game. any of the DLC, and I, I can't be asked, man. No. At all. Like. And same with going with the platinum. I was like, oh, I'm not really bothered with chasing platinums too much. Mm. All right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I were anywhere near your PlayStation level, like, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going for the plat, definitely. <laughs> just because I'm still miles me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, now, you've, some... now you've overtaken me. Now you just can't be asked until there's, I catch up again, yeah? There are some games <laughs> where I'm like, if I actually enjoy playing them... Right. I'm all for going for the platinum. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to deny that, you know. I don't mind the chase now and again. Yeah. But being the Xbox achievement who I was back in the day, I decided that actually I've played some really shitty games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've loathed yeah. every fucking minute of it just for that extra couple so of fucking games. As long games as you're ahead points. of me, then you're all good. Like, yeah, you know, as long as there's no pressure. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the, the next person I have to conquer is our buddy Chris. Oh, Chris, yeah, yeah. Chris is he's at level... He's 23. 20, 23 now, is he? And I'm 19. Oh, fucking hell. So I'm 17, man, so... We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. We're catching up. Catching up. Um, so, yeah, I'm still trying to slug away at Fallout 4. Once that's done, I've got a slew of things to play. I picked up the new Wolfenstein. Yeah. I picked up that Redeemer. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to having a crack at something else that isn't a complete pile of shit. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you managed to watch anything interesting lately? Outside of obviously the Arrow video all nighter. Yeah. Um, what have I watched recently? Finished Madman, finally. Started Peaky Blinders. Oh, nice. Have you not seen Peaky Blinders? No. Oh, it's pretty fucking good, like so far. I yeah. fucking love Peaky yeah, yeah. Blinders. We just started season two, like last night. So yeah, it's pretty awesome so far. I was a bit. Oh, it's a beeb. You know how good yeah. is it going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, actually, it's pretty fucking love Peaky yeah, Blinders. Yeah. Mad Men worth a punt or not? Now that you finished it, because I heard it just sort of ends and there's not a lot to it. Well, sort of Sopranos in a way, you know. Yeah, Sopranos but, is great though. Yeah, Sopranos is fucking awesome. I'm not disputing that at all. But uh, yeah, no, I'd say it is. Yeah, I mean, it's nowhere near Sopranos level. Yeah. Good, but it's worth a go. I'd say. 
Because there's this whole thing about, essentially, it's just a day in the life of, along the same lines as Sopranos, you follow these people for yeah, a day it in is, the exactly, life of, yeah. of these people in the marketing industry. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, how's that going to be any good? At least yeah. Sopranos is gangsters. But loads <laughs> of people said, actually, it's really good. Yeah. Um, so it's still on my list of things to watch. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I haven't got around to it yet. We also watched season three of Stranger Things. Nice. Have I still you seen that yet? That no. yet. No. It's pretty good. Yeah. More Stranger Things, you know. I mean, I th- I kind of think I'm sort of not Tapped done out. with it, but like, get a bit not fatigued. as enthused as I was for season two. Yeah. yeah. I found I didn't care for season two as much as I did season one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think season one I was all over it. Yeah, season yeah. two I was like, mm, yeah, 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 okay, it's alright. It's still yeah. more of the same. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is why I'm not in a rush for season yeah. three. Yeah. You've got all the people that are season three is amazing, and I'm all like, is it though? I wouldn't say it's amazing. I did enjoy it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's it's nowhere near season one. Yeah, I know that I'll enjoy it. Yeah, you you'll enjoy it definitely, but I wouldn't go sort of rushing rushing to watch it. Yeah, I've been making my way through my massive stack of movies that I need to watch. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's ending in particular that stands out because <laughs> it's a pretty varied stack in terms of quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, one film in particular that I did watch that actually I fucking loved is a film called Stone Cold. Right. Um, it's an action movie, which should give it all away. Yeah. Um, but you've got it. He's an ex-American football player. I can't remember what his name is. Bosworth, something Bosworth. Right neither of us are sports guys let alone yeah, American yeah, football sports yeah, yeah. guys but anyway he's, he's, big, he's this big fucking lump and he's like a detective that's been suspended right. <clears throat> typical thing he's a total badass he's been suspended he's a loose cannon doesn't break the yeah, rules exactly right? <laughs> this thing practically writes itself yeah. right and um, yeah he gets tasked with infiltrating this motorcycle gang right. they're a bunch of badasses obviously because yeah. they're motorcycle yeah, gang obviously yeah and Lance Henriksen is the leader of this motorcycle gang Ooh, nice. so he's playing a bad guy we like Lance yeah and it's just yeah him being badass as fuck to get into the motorcycle gang to try and stitch him up yeah. and it's full of just like crazy motorbike chases and like he takes out a fucking helicopter with a motorbike at one point and all this sort of completely over the top action yeah. greatness and yeah I loved it so the helicopter motorbike dichotomy, yeah. is that as good as it was in Demons uh, oh, it's a bit better than that because the, the helicopter in Demons crashes, doesn't it? And yeah, the motorbike, yeah. he's just riding around and around. Yeah. This is there's a guy coming at him, right? And he's doing like a Mexican standoff where he's sitting there, and the guy's riding the bike ready to fucking mow him down. Yeah. And he quick draws, like shoots this guy off the motorbike. The motorbike keeps going straight out through the fucking window yeah. of this courthouse because there's an assault on a courthouse. <laughs> right. Goes straight through the window of the courthouse into the helicopter because the guy's supposed to be going up the roof to lift him off. Yeah. Bang! Hits the helicopter. Oh no, they can't escape. They can't go anywhere. And off he goes to go and find her. Didn't something like that happen in Die Hard 4? Uh, there's a helicopter guest taken out. Yes. I'm not sure if that's with a motorbike or a car. Yeah, I think it might be a car actually, yeah. Yeah, because that's the bit where, like, isn't it? He takes out the helicopter and, like, he does the. He says this is the, the, the sweary line but doesn't swear. I have a clue, man. Uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. I watched more yeah. of that one. But yeah, no, that was great. I was sort of like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this could go either way. This could be absolutely fucking awful yeah. or it could be a good time. And I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, outside of that, I'm not sure what else I watched. Let's have a quick scout. Instagram. 
check all of my posts because that's what I do. I post things about what I watch because I don't do much else. Can I keep this in? What was that? The Two from Hell, Stone Cold, was Camping, Puppet Master. Yeah, I picked up Puppet Master. I watched that. Oh, 88 Mm. Films did a Hollow Man 1 and 2 box set. Ooh. I picked that up. I remember going to the cinema to watch Hollow Man. Have you seen Hollow Man? Yeah, I've seen Hollow Man loads, man. Loved Hollow Man. Yeah, I yeah. thought Hollow Man was great. Hollow Man 2 is not so good, but it's not I terrible. I've seen the second, it's got Christian Slater in it. Okay, I like Christian Slater. For like five minutes, because ah. obviously he's invisible. Ah, okay. <laughs> so he just does a voiceover <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no. Uh, Hollow Man, great. I went to the cinema to watch it. Mm. It's one of those really weird things where, like, I snuck in to watch it. I went and bought a ticket of something else, walked into the wrong wrong screen <laughs> to watch yeah. Hollow Man. I remember watching it and being, like, completely blown away by how good it looked. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God, like, this is amazing. Like, you can touch these... Oh, he's invisible. And, like, but you can still see stuff moving. And when he gets wet, you can see him. Yeah. And I remember the guy I went with, I was talking to him about it. I was like, oh, it was great. Like, there's that bit where he's in the swimming pool and he gets out and like you can see all his body like you can even see his dick they've even gone to the full extent of like CGI in his dick yeah. and the guy was like gay <laughs> I was like what? I wasn't like admiring his dick I was just like you can see it yeah, they've gone to the effort of putting it in yeah. that's dedication somebody has sat there for hours putting in a dick yeah, yeah. but yeah no so I've got a soft spot for Hollow Man and not just because there's CGI dick <laughs> I've got a soft spot for dicks <laughs> if anybody goes to the time and effort to draw a CGI dick you should admire it yeah. I think that's a general rule somebody's put a lot of time and effort into that dick okay. <laughs> hot take from Griff <clears throat> yeah so there we are gigs movies reading stuff reading anything interesting you usually got something on the go because of the train yeah, I started uh, The Stepford Wives the other day. Oh, nice. Ira yeah. Levin. Yes, yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed Rosemary's Baby, so I thought I'd pick up Stepford Wives. Yeah. Um, I haven't really gone into it yet. I've only sort of gone the first chapter. But yeah, good so far. Yeah, I like... Um, I was going to say I like Ira Levin, but I like those three yeah. that, <laughs> <laughs> that I've read. Yeah. Um, Stepford Wives, mm. Rosemary's Baby and The Boys from Brazil. Okay. That's a good one. That's yeah. worth checking out after. Um, I'm still chipping away at things I'm chipping away at in fact I went away and I bought a different book so I've now got three books on the go what are you reading um, Stephen King's The Colorado Kid oh yeah so I was like okay I'll yeah I need something to do mm. oh that's the other movie I completely fucking forgot I went yeah. to watch that's worth talking about <laughs> considering we're a horror podcast yeah. yeah so this week I went to do some job up oh, in Leeds yeah. Instagram yeah I know. And, and I got fucking stuck <laughs> Yeah. I got stuck in Leeds I had no clothes I had nothing to fucking do I didn't have my laptop to watch any movies or anything and I needed to do an overnight so that I could go back in the morning and finish it Yeah. so I had to do like an emergency clothes detour shop in Asda's and just bought some trash um, when I had my food at the hotel and I was like right well what am I going to do I've got a TV I can sit and watch I try to look to see what was on the horror channel not a lot yeah. or I can see what's on in the cinema yeah and as it happens, Midsummer was on in the cinema. Yeah. And I was like, oh, do I go to the cinema on my own? It's I've never not not a, I don't know. Go the cinema is always like for me being like a communal thing. You go yeah. with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you talk about the film after, yeah. you talk about the trailers, this and the other. Yeah. So I was like, oh, am I really gonna go on my own to the cinema? Like I've only done that once. Yeah. 
And I was for I was about fifteen, I think, and the X Files just came out. Ah, yes. I, I think it was about the first X Files film. <laughs> and I was like, it was on my birthday. Like every year on my birthday, my parents just take me to the cinema, and um, they wanted to go and watch something else. I was like, oh fuck that! I'm gonna watch X Files. It's fun. It was great as well. I loved it. Drove to the cinema with your parents. Yeah, yeah. You guys fuck off yeah. and watch that. I'm gonna fuck and off and watch it. I said I want to watch it. It's my goddamn birthday, so I'm gonna go and watch it. <laughs> Nice. Well, yeah, sorry to derail the conversation. <laughs> so the only other time is the fractured visions thing. Oh yeah, when John with Jono turned up, yeah. which yeah, we'll get more more into Jono shortly. <laughs> um, yeah, Jono turned up, sat through three films, and then fucked off and left me for the rest of the day on my own. Um, but yeah, I decided to go anyway and watch Midsummer, and uh, I'm glad I watched it. It's a completely different kind of movie to Hereditary okay I won't go into it too much because you haven't seen it have you no I haven't yet no but like trying to compare the two is really difficult because they're almost two different types of movies yeah yeah but like the pacing is different the theme is different the the whole I can imagine because you don't want to go the same sort of route as Hereditary either you know you yeah. want to be like typecast as that guy who makes these weird films but that was it I was it's still like a very weird film it's definitely like well, if somebody yeah. was to say to you it's an Ari Aster film you'd be like oh yeah cool mm. um, but like the way that it it's paced like you've got Hereditary which is this very slow build up but there's never a release until right at the very end where yeah. it just hits this fucking crescendo yeah. and like it all kicks off yeah. and you're just like whoa yeah Midsummer is much more of a, almost like a slow thriller where it sort of gives you bits that make you think, well, that's a bit fucking weird. Okay. But because it's part of this, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the concept, the, the plot line, a bunch of people go to this essentially old uh, pagan Swedish festival. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that happen at this Swedish pagan festival are a bit weird. Yeah. But not so weird that, like, it's not what you would kind of expect from a pagan Swedish festival. It's not like they're summoning demons and there's ghosts and stuff around. It's just some of the practices they're doing, like carving runes and putting them under people's beds and stuff, is a bit odd. So you're like, hmm. So it's a, it's a, got a different feel to it. But if you enjoyed Hereditary, it's definitely worth checking out. Okay, like, cool. it's good. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, Amy's quite keen to see that one, actually, so... It's a lot... I don't want to say tamer than Hereditary, but it's a lot more of an easier watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it's not as uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. There That's are good. some fucked up bits in it. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's great. I loved it. So I've come walking out of the cinema with a big <laughs> grin on my fucking yeah, yeah. face. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> Nobody to talk to about it. Yeah, yeah great. <clears throat> we did go and see Child's Play as well. Yes, we not talked about Child's Play either. Well, I think we recorded the last episode and then, and we then went to watch, watch Child's Play. Play. Yeah, so we haven't spoken about it yet. Yeah, what did you make of that? I enjoyed Child's Play. Yeah, I know it's getting really a did. lot of fucking stick. Yeah. Um, but let's be honest. What you've got a film that has got this deep. What is it? Seven movies. Like Child's Play one, two, three. Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, yeah. Curse of Chucky, yeah. Seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, you've got to try and do something different with it. Um, I admit the doll doesn't necessarily look as good. No, but it's still quite a menacing um, 
Like Look, it, it works in the film. Yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if you hadn't had another Chucky doll to compare it to, it would yeah. be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. But because you've got... It, it, Chucky is such an iconic yeah. figure. Comparisons are inevitable, yeah. Yeah, and you are trying to redesign the lead. Mm. It's the same with the Friday, uh, Friday 13th, <clears throat> Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made him look... <clears throat> The new Freddy look completely different. Yeah. Which you kind of got to do. Like, if mm. you try and make it look too bang on. Yeah. If you try and make Freddy Mark Two, it's yeah. just gonna get ripped for being like, oh look, yeah. they can't even come yeah, up with exactly. something new. Yeah. So I agree that like you need to do something different with it. Yeah. Um. So while admittedly the doll isn't necessarily, from my perspective, as iconic. Mm. It still does more than a good enough job of being oh, effective, of being yeah. creepy as shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the storyline was quite good. Yeah. I like the whole concept of it being AI gone awry. Yeah. They they explain that really well. Where mm. like this is supposed to constantly be learning. Yeah. And there's a scene where the kids are watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, and he sees <laughs> them laughing awesome. yeah, at yeah. like all the murder and mayhem. Yeah, so yeah. of course, to his AI process. Yeah. He's taking her in as, all oh, right, this is what people yeah. like. The they thing, like. I think that's what I liked about it, is that the doll isn't inherently evil. Yeah, it's, it's just... It learns evil from the people. humans around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Which is it's really clever, and like yeah. it works. Um, I can understand why people don't like it, why yeah. they didn't like the film, they didn't like the doll. Hmm. But I'm, I'm all for seeing a couple more. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I really um, enjoyed it, to be honest. I was a bit cautious about Mark Hamill's voiceover work because in the trailer he does the Chucky laugh, yeah, and it is like the spitting. Is it a Joker laugh? It, uh, but it's also it's this he's it's the same as Brad Dorif's laugh as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's the same Chucky laugh, and I was yeah. like, oh man, if you're just doing a copy, yeah. But he doesn't. He does. He does a very yeah. good job of the voice yeah, work. Yeah. Um, the Chucky friend song thing is fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, without spoiling too much, I think it's worth a watch. Yeah. And I definitely watch some more. Yeah, freaking right, man. Yeah. Um, we haven't been to see anything else, have we? Other than uh, no, we talked about Pet Cemetery and we talked about Hellboy. Yeah. Trailers, man. Yeah, haven't spoken about trailers yet. Trailers, what have we got? What trailers have dropped? Three crawl. From Three from Hell. I haven't seen the Crawl trailer. Crawl looks good. I am a bit of a sucker for creature features. Yeah, yeah. So the crawl trailer, just in case we haven't talked about it before, is um, there's a storm in Florida and some woman's trying to get back to help her dad in his house, but there's a, like a monsoon type thing, which means of course all the gators are coming inland because the water's rising. Yeah. So essentially she ends up trapped in a house with some gators trying to survive. And we're like, fuck yeah! Are they like giant gators? Or they no, just normal gators? size. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, they're pretty big anyway, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah no, yeah. just no, they're not like chemically enhanced yeah, yeah. super gators. Like, most of the creature features that like I've seen have been giant. enhanced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, these are just normal That's gators. Cool, yeah. and it's like, yeah, it looks, looks good. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Sam Raimi's producing. Um, yeah, no, it, it looks promising. Sweet. So I'm all for that. I'll check out the trailer. Um, yeah, three from Hell trailer. What do you make of it? Uh, the first, because he's dropped two now, hasn't so he? So one, the, yeah, one teaser, one. Yes, yeah, so the teaser trailer. trailer was essentially just stills from yeah, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses and anything, really. Devil's Reject. The second trailer, we're a bit concerned we don't see a lot of Spalding in the trailer. Yeah. And they seem to buddy up with 
um, I forget the fella's name. He's a Welsh guy, for what it's worth. Yeah. He's one of us, yeah. or he was until he moved to Hollywood. Um, Sell it. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. How dare you go and work on movies, you jammy yeah. little bastard? So let's see if I can find his name. IMDb to the rescue. Richard Brake. Um, he was in 31. Oh, yeah. So 31, you know, the guy with the big fucking grin yeah, yeah. in 31. Yeah, him. He's back, and he seems to be taking the place of Spalding. Okay. Um, he seems to be in a lot more scenes with Baby and... Uh, yeah. What's his fucking... Again, I've only watched these the other fucking day and I can't remember the fucking name. Otis. I was going to say Rufus, but it's not Rufus. Yeah, it's Otis. Otis. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm a bit... Ooh, what's going on there? Yeah. But... Still going to check it out, right? Yeah, I'll yeah, check yeah. it out. I watched fucking House of Thousand Corpses and Devil Rejects again recently. Oh, nice. Um, I haven't seen it for ages, man. I fucking love those films. Well, I was thinking now, I was like, fuck, man. The last time I watched House of a Thousand Corpses was when I rented it, probably yeah. on fucking VHS. Shit. And Devil's Rejects, I bought a fucking bootleg copy from a car boot sale. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. Yeah. I actually went to the cinema for Devil's Rejects. Nice. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah, it was fucking ages ago, like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now I'm keen for Three from Hell. We got another It trailer. Yes. Um, yeah, excited for that. Oh, I'm very excited for it. Looks good. Run yeah. times come in at what is it? Just over three hours now. Yeah. Just under two forty-five. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yep. Um, busting for that man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I think they're gonna do a fucking bang up job with it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to stay away from any further sort of trailers and stuff, yeah, just because yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to go in fresh. Like we've had this conversation before, but they give way too much away in trailers mm-hmm. these days. Yeah, definitely. Pet Cemetery in particular. Yeah. Um. But yes, in other news, Halloween—they've announced yes. two Halloween films being um, filmed back to back. Yeah. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, something like that. Yeah, where are we at? Just crack out my phone again. Halloween. Halloween Kills is 2020. Halloween Kills, Halloween Kills images, more like this. Halloween ends, yeah. yeah. So apparently they're filming both back to back. Thoughts? I mean, I really enjoyed the last Halloween that came out. Yeah. So that was awesome. Um, the fact that they filmed them both back to back doesn't really fill me with much hope. No? And I don't really like the names. It's a bit tricky because they have to try and do... So you've got the whole... John Carpenter's Halloween. Mm. Then they've slid in this one and forget everything else. Yeah, so yeah. they can't really number them. Yeah. Because you've got yeah, Halloween no, I agree with two, that. Definitely, three. Yeah. So they need to come up with some names. Yeah. Um, so it's got to be Halloween something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, ends is obviously they're gonna wrap it up yeah, with ends. Yeah. Um, kills is uh, yeah. They're I mean, not at the end of the day. It doesn't really matter at all. You know yeah. They, I think they. If they're it's, good films. The name doesn't really matter. Like, but it says on the the, the blah, 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 blah. what's that fucking advert? Ron Seal does what it says on the tin. Yeah, fucking yeah. 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 It's gonna be Halloween Kills is gonna be more fucking Michael yeah. Myers being brutal as. Fuck, because yeah. I watched it again the other day, mm. and I was like, "Oh man, I forgot how fucking savage yeah, it is." I know, yeah. Like watching, even watching it a second time, I got goosebumps again. Yeah, like yeah. that feeling of fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, because he's just a fucking tank. Like that scene in the toilet. Yeah, mm, and um, the bit in particular I was thinking about was the house bit because yes, he like yeah, literally yeah. walks in the street, walks on the back again. Spoilers, but I mean it's been out since last year. If you haven't watched it now, it's your own fault. Yeah. Sneaks into that woman's house, hammer 
batters her to death, picks up the knife, walks out, sees another woman in another house, walks around the back of that house, does her in as well. It's like, whoa, he's fucking on one. Like, um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm super stoked for more. Be interesting to see how they explain him getting out. Yeah, I mean, as we quite often say, never question the science, but he was trapped in a fucking burning building. Yeah. Come on, I mean, he's he's got to be fucking mangled. Yeah, he's got to be kind of fucked up. I mean, he's got to be kind of fucked up anyway. He gets fucking yeah. two or three fingers fucking blown off. Yeah, yeah. He's caught in a fucking fire, stabbed half a dozen times, shot yeah. in the fucking neck. And in the first one, he was shot like nine times, stabbed <laughs> seven times. So it's like, how is he going to survive this, these wounds for a year? Where is he going for a year? Because yeah. essentially, he's gone till Halloween again. Yeah, true. So he's got he's some got little... time to recover, at least. Yeah, hiding in the woods. Yeah. These police looking for him. I'm sure it'll all be explained yeah. in a completely logical manner oh, yeah. where we can all agree with and just get on with the great <laughs> yeah. movie yeah definitely yeah I'm super stoked for those well, I think that's about it for chatty bitches yeah so here we are with chatty bitches stuff let's do some more chatty bitches stuff but about some films that we watched yes so we did our annual pilgrimage to London <laughs> town yeah um, all in all several hours of gallivanting um, this time our friend John tagged along we've mentioned John a couple of times um, if he's figured out what a podcast is he might very well be listening this yeah. time if you are listening John just let us know that you've listened to it because you said you would <laughs> I'm not convinced you have yeah congratulations John on figuring out how a podcast yeah. works yeah let us know you listen to it so we know for sure that you I know, know we've immortalised your name in the podcast yeah you're, you're famous now famous. John everybody that listens to this podcast now knows your name yeah um but yeah, we we sat there on the bus on the way to London discussing how, you know, life and how things are going on and all the rest of it. And we told him about a podcast and he's like, oh, wow, that's cool. How'd you do that? Like coding. He's like, no, no, <laughs> no. a podcast is kind of like a bit like radio. And he was thoroughly impressed that we, we make a radio-ish type show that goes out and, and then anybody on the world can listen to it. On the world, yeah. in the world. They don't. They don't. <laughs> Six they listeners. Have the option, yeah, but they, don't. they have the option, but they choose not to yeah. for various reasons. Um, but yeah, so we, we, all three of us, tagging along, got to London Town, had a little pot around, did the usual thing of doing our visit to you FOP. Explain your bus adventure. The bus adventure. Yeah. <laughs> what with the lady? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was on the way home, though, wasn't it? No, that, that was on, on the way there. <clears throat> We all, thought, we all thought we'd try and get some sleep on the bus because obviously we were staying up all night in the cinema and I had a fairly savage hangover at the time as well so I thought three hours sleep excellent you know? tie you off yeah yeah so we all sat at the back of the bus and um, obviously I was in the corner Griff was in the corner and Jono was like in the middle of us but then the bus got pretty rammed so Jono decided to take like a two seater and he had somebody sat next to him then both me and Griff had people sat next to us, so we were all sort of separated on the bus so we could speak to each other. <laughs> <laughs> this, this whole idea, because the first stop, um, yeah, there was plenty, there was some more room on the bus, but then they did a second stop at the university yeah, yeah, to pick yeah. people up. So uh, John had decided to move, so he was like, oh, that's cool, because we could both like stretch our legs out and have a lie down, but of mm. course, because he'd moved into the other seat and more people were coming on, somebody sat next to John, who's, he was locked in, then somebody sat next to me, so I was locked in, Dave was in the far corner, and somebody sat next to him, so he was locked in, so essentially, we sat on the bus on our own, on our own not talking to anybody <laughs> for like three hours. Which would have been fine if we were sleeping. Yeah, if we were sleeping, yeah. I couldn't get to fucking sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm thinking in advance, hot day, bus, 
hoof whoa I wear a pair of shorts hmm. I wear a pair of shorts and a fucking t-shirt and sit on the bus so this woman that come on the bus also happened to be wearing a pair of shorts and like sat right next to me and like I'm not one of these weird creepy guys by any means but I was a bit like oh somebody sitting next to me on a bus wow this hasn't happened for a long time this is weird should I talk to her shouldn't I talk to her I don't really know how to behave in these social situations usually I just put earphones in listen to music and just hope that they go away that's normally the social accept- socially acceptable <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the commuter's yeah, yeah. code yeah 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 <laughs> But I didn't bring any headphones because I was planning on talking to people. <laughs> um, so we sat there and like, as the, she's up and down and getting stuff in out of her bag and her legs are coming up and coming down. <clears throat> and I'm not, again, I'm not one of these people that like has to have my legs splayed wide open and take up all this room. But like, I've got my legs in what I assume is like a reasonable position and she's got the whole seat next to her space if anything she can you know shuffle her legs over that way maybe but like she just kept like shuffling so her leg was touching my leg which again I was all like I can feel you touching my leg this is weird I should move but also you're touching my leg why aren't you moving (laughs) (laughs) and it was like this mind fuck game where okay I'll move my leg a bit and then she'd move her leg and he was touching mine again. And I'm sitting there like, I'm just giving her more room <laughs> if I move my leg. At the same time, am I a creep leaving my leg here with her yeah. touching my leg? Yeah. What's the socially acceptable <laughs> thing to do here? Should I point out to her, oh, sorry, just in case you can't feel anything in your legs, yeah. your leg is touching my leg? <laughs> I didn't like, know what to do. Do you mind, do you mind just like not, <laughs> not touching my not? leg? Yeah. And this isn't, you know, some fucking cock strutting boost about how lovely I am and that this woman just <laughs> needed to touch my leg yeah. by any means but yeah no that was really weird and then obviously it's a three hour fucking drive now so I'm sitting there and I'm all like oh I'll just try and sleep and every time she's touching my leg I'm sort of moving my leg and then she's moving and getting up so I move my leg back and there's this whole back and forth through the whole fucking journey until she gets up at one point and goes to the toilet and it's like oh, alright we're almost there I can tell we're almost there we start again into the city lovely she comes back there's like I don't know maybe 40 minutes left of the journey and fucking falls asleep in the last 40 minutes <laughs> well of course the bus takes a corner and she does that standard thing on a fucking bus or train where like they wobble and she's essentially leaning on me now mm. and again I'm a nice guy I like to let you know bygones be bygones on people just to get along and if you've got nothing nice to say don't say anything at all so I was like she must just be tired look so it's fine she's not you know give me too much grief I'll let her sleep on me yeah but then she just kept like every time we take a corner she'd be more and more into me more and more into me. I'm like at which point does it become like weird yeah. uh, like can I tell her not to lean into me like if she wakes up and she's got her head in between my tits it's going to be a bit weird <laughs> <coughs> and like is she going to be annoyed that I haven't kicked off yeah, yeah. so oh fucking hell but there were some people in front of us who were doing some sort of phone face time chat yeah. bollocks and she obviously got very annoyed with the children talking to their other children friends and woke up and was like excuse me could you tell your children to be quiet please and I was like oh fucking mm. hell fucking hell yeah. you've got two kids that are just trying to have a little chat yeah. not causing any grief except you know stopping you from fucking sleeping but you're sleeping on me and surely <laughs> you were fucking awake yeah. if you could hear them yeah. on me <laughs> <laughs> fucking what are you doing? Get the fuck off me! <laughs> so that was our fun bus journey. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so we did the, the whole walk, walked over to FOP, and that, you know, as uh, to have a look, and I was very restrained. Once again, I didn't buy too many things. Um, but on the way, Jono had, like, <laughs> what I like to consider, like, a, a classic Jono. Now, just for a bit of backstory to fill you all in, I've known Jono since I was, I don't know, nine, ten years old. Um, I played football with him. I've stayed over his house. Um, as we've got older, we've sort of moved on to different things. As we were teenagers, we were into different things. But we've always been like friends. We always yeah. talk to each other. I got a lot of love for Jono. Um, he's a very special kind of person, but I love him to bits. Yeah. Um, it's not gay, John. I can hear you thinking <laughs> it's gay. It's not gay. Yeah. It's okay for me to love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're walking around, and John, he's lovely, but like in terms of spatial awareness and stuff, he's not really there all the time. He's like he drifts out quite a bit. Mm. So we're walking through the park, and up ahead, a couple of feet ahead, is this like golf cart that they use in the park to obviously go around picking up rubbish and whatnot. Yeah. So I said to him, I said, oh, watch out, John, the golf cart, by there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're walking along a couple of more steps. Well, the golf cart at this point starts reversing <laughs> directly towards John. <laughs> directly towards him, waiting for him to get out the way. So Dave says to him, Jono, that golf cart's coming. Yeah, yeah, no, he yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge me. <laughs> he doesn't acknowledge no, no, no. you, did he? Right. No, I think he's so just in his own headspace at that point. So he's gone, he's out of it. Yeah. Well, anyway, all of a sudden, with him looking at the floor and walking, he must have seen this golf cart in like his peripheral vision or whatever. He's just caught a glimpse of this golf cart. He's gone, fucking now. Moved out to hear this golf. Do you see that? Do you see that fucking golf cart? Came out of nowhere. Came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> right. Which <laughs> point we're in stitches. Yeah. We're trying to explain to him, him several times <laughs> that this golf cart is fast approaching. But yeah, good old Jono. <laughs> so we've gone. We've gone to FOP. We've had a look around. We're like supplying getting supplies in ready to go to this arrow video 24 hour not 24 hour brawl night uh, fucking yeah. marathon thing having been before we've got a bit of a plan this time yeah we know there are certain points we are gonna be lagging it doesn't matter how fucking hardcore you are you need something to keep you going yeah so we've gone and got a sub bought a foot long sub so that we can have half an hour half later you know clever good thinking We've gone to Tesco's to buy some drinks, yeah, and each of us has got our yeah. Got like Lucas Aids, water. Own sort of plans, so sugary snacks, sugary goodness, plenty of energy drinks, water, um, and it was a, in my head. I'd planned it out that I'd have one this time, one this time, this that and the other, and I'll be good to go all night long, rearing to go. And John has bought all his stuff. And we're like, right, okay, let's go to the cinema. So we walk to the cinema. As soon as we get outside. He's bagged down, sub out, fucking chowing. Oh, as soon as we get into the cinema. In the cinema. Before anything, before anything starts. Before any films fucking start. He's eating all of his He's eating a footlong sub. Before even the trailers. He's in, sits down, fucking up. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> so, yeah, John, you, you, we're here till like 7 o'clock, man. Oh, sorry, I got plenty of other snacks. He does in all fairness. Yeah, he's like, got a bag full of stuff, yeah. which I believe Hetty packed for him, so he needs to be given Hetty a thank you as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he's on, like, a second energy drink because he drank one yeah. while he was waiting <laughs> in the queue. <laughs> he's gone inside. He sat down. He's on his second can of energy drink before, again, any of the films have started. Yeah. He's like, oh, go on, John. You know what you're doing. I, I don't need to tell you what to do. You're a grown man. You can work it out yourself. Um... 
but yeah then then the film starts we got into the movies and so you know we'll try and be a bit more professional now and talk to you about movies rather than interesting tales but six movies yes start doors open at quarter past nine six movies gonna sit through and the six movies were 1986's Rawhead Rex 1977's The Child 1984 My Birth Year The Prey the film was called The Prey not My Birth Year The Prey just The Prey <laughs> 1993's The Chill Factor 1980's Contamination and last but not film. least the crowd pleasing mystery film mm. now last year we went they asked us not to say anything about the mystery film because yeah. it was a secret they didn't say anything this time yeah, yeah. so I've got absolutely no qualms with talking about it whatsoever nobody would have fucking heard of it exactly <laughs> <laughs> the crowd pleasing mystery film so before we went we were all like okay what could it be yeah be a crowd pleaser, so it's going to be something fucking great. Yeah, if it's a crowd pleaser, a mm. crowd pleaser, they use that term, that descriptive term, yeah. crowd pleaser. Yeah. So we were thinking classic, yeah. thinking what can it be? Yeah. Um, Kept my fingers crossed for Nightbreed. Yeah, we're sort of throwing out, oh, maybe they'll do Nightbreed because we've already got Rawhead Rex at the start, Clive mm. Barker movie. Maybe they'll finish with a Clive Barker yeah. movie at the end. Coincidentally, they also announced that that Friday, or the Friday before, mm that they were releasing a collector's edition of Nightbreed yeah, yeah. so it was like oh maybe it wasn't Nightbreed <laughs> uh, based off of what I've heard from other people I would argue it wasn't a crowd pleasing no no <laughs> I wasn't very pleased <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah so we got there we got in we sat down Rawhead Rex yeah just to tie it up with Clive Barker season you know yeah, it was on our list of things to watch anyway, so it was yeah. like, cool, I'll wait and watch it in the fucking cinema instead. That'll be fun. So before we get into the actual film itself, what do you think the IMDb score is? I've got to go out on a limb and say this is going to score pretty fucking low. Yeah? But it's going to be midway. It's not going to be low threes. It's going to be a six something because you're going to have people that watched it and fucking hated it and you're yeah. going to have people who watched it and thought it was terrible but hilarious mm. um, so I'm going to go with a 6.2 5.2 ooh one point out and the tomato meter we've oh. got a tomato meter of what do you think? Uh, it was 5.2 37 29 oh, an audience score of 40% 40% see the audience love it so, set in... Well, this is um, Clive Barker's first foray into screenwriting. He didn't direct. He just wrote the screenplay for it. Um, who was it directed by? <laughs> this is kind of hard-hitting... <laughs> we do beforehand. Yeah. So, directed by a George Pablo. And, yeah, set in Ireland. The basic premise is that an ancient evil demon has been released by some farmers I guess um, and there's a photographer who's staying there writing a book about paganism I think yeah various different sects well sort of not sects etc I don't know what the correct terminology would be mm. but as a general rule ruins with paganistic yeah so yeah um, they unleash this ancient demon who happens to be Rawhead Rex and he goes on a bit of a killing spree and yeah that's it 
I mean, as a premise, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. It's straightforward. Ancient demon comes yeah. back, kicks some ass. Yeah. Shouldn't have been let out. Yeah. What are we going to do to I mean, put him back? If this was based on a Clive Barker book, I'd want to read the book. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting one. Um, I'm not going to go out there and say it's amazing movie by any chance. Yeah, I'm not going to go out there and say it's hot garbage, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones where as long as you go in with your expectations low, if you're expecting an early, like, Hellraiser-esque... Yeah, yeah, I think based nerd. on last year, I think that my expectations were already quite low going into <laughs> yeah, all going of these into this. <laughs> um, yeah. If you go in with low expectations of just like a cheesy, gory, yeah. fun yeah. movie, it does that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed um, it, yeah. Again, without going into too much spoilers-wise, yeah, you've got a farmer in a field, he's got this old pillar stuck in the earth, this big pagan carved fucking pillar. Mm. Um, he's trying to pull it out of the ground. Eventually he gets out of the ground and Rawhead Rex comes out. Um, to look at him he looks quite good except for when he tries to run and in which case it's blatantly <laughs> yeah, yeah. obvious that it's a man in a yeah, suit yeah. Yeah. and if you want to have a look at gifts of him running or whatever I mean imagine in the old school Godzilla suits where like Godzilla's trying to run yeah. and he's got that fucking funny waddle same thing same model. the special effects team only had like four weeks to make the costume though fuck so yeah it's not bad like it looks good when they do the whole close up of the face and stuff yeah, those are pretty right. good yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the kills were I was kind of expecting a bit more from the kills they were a bit tame in yeah. as much as like like he scratches people and they've just got a scratch and then two minutes later he's carrying somebody's fucking head yeah, around yeah, yeah. it's like whoa why aren't you doing like that sort of damage when you're yeah. attacking him obviously ties up with budget and fucking practical yeah, yeah. effects I didn't really enjoy the um, crazy um, parish guy yeah you didn't awesome. like that or did oh, I did yeah yeah he's, that's he's fucking awesome. great yeah, yeah. He's um, yeah you've got essentially um, he's like the trainee I'm not sure what the crowd do church yeah, so no idea, yeah. he's like the trainee priest um, second in line if you will and he comes across the altar where there's something in this altar and he burns his hand and gets like connected to Rawhead Rex except you don't really have this explained to you that he's connected mm. to Rawhead Rex yeah. except he just tells you later yeah um but yeah, he suddenly then becomes a devout Rawhead Rex worshipper. Yeah. There's a bit where, remember, you're a man of God. God, he is God. <laughs> and he gets baptised by piss, like Rawhead Rex literally. Yeah, he pisses on him. pisses on him to baptise him <laughs> in it piss. genius, I love that. Um, there's some great fucking funny bits in here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was one of the better ones of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see why, because Clive Barker took a much heavier role in... Yeah, Clive Barker hated Rawhead Rex. Based Rex off, yeah, Rawhead Rex. So I can see why he would have done that, because... It, I don't want to go out there and say that like it's laughable in the wrong way. Right. But it is kind of laughable. Yeah. Like, it's... It's a. It's really campy. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Hellraiser fucking. No. At least the acting was decent in Hellraiser. Yeah, I mean there is some dodgy acting. There's there's a lot of dodgy shit. If you go in to just look for something that's fucking shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah. This is worth it. Worth your watch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, after all, head racks. Where else? For a 
great breather and next up was The Child came out in 1977 what do you think the IMDB score is? For The Child yeah. ooh, uh, 4.5 ooh close 4.7 oof The Child is part of the American Horror Project series where they try and essentially bring you three films that have been lost that are essentially culty films um, so it was part of the second box set the first box set had some good ones in particularly The Witch Who Came From The Sea I quite liked that one um, so I'd never heard of The Child I picked up the box set when Arrow had their two for one sale on recently to celebrate the 10 year anniversary but I haven't got into watching any of them yet Yeah. so I was quite excited to get this one off my list of things to watch because I can put it in the pile of things to watch rather than in the pile of things I haven't watched which is fucking huge um, and I was quite excited to see what they do because the if nothing else the films in the American Horror Project are interesting films mm. um, so yeah the Child. Um, I can't find it on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's that so, bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, 4.7 on IMDb. So the premise is that there's a lady going to a house. She's going to be the nanny for some creepy child. Um, it's out in the country, I guess. Yeah, it seems to be out in the middle of nowhere a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, the creepy child has a thing for going to the graveyard. Yeah. And feeding cats to something in the graveyard yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah essentially it's like a spooky nanny story yeah, um, yeah, yeah I was quite looking forward to the child because I thought like it's got that sort of supernatural element to it and I love that shit but it wasn't that great was it the child I didn't mind it it wasn't by any means a groundbreaking yeah. <laughs> one that I'm going to stick on my like recommendation list or watching list yeah. but the idea was quite interesting you've got this young girl who's lost her mother um, appears to be going to the graveyard in the evening to talk to her mother but she's clearly not talking to her mother she's dealing with something in the graveyard yeah, quote unquote friends yeah and these quote unquote friends she can also ask them to do favours for her so if anybody upsets her she sets these quote unquote friends onto her yeah. which I think is safe to say would fall under the category of the ghouls or zombies yeah I'd say that um, and yeah basically all hell breaks loose the girl's pissed at everybody so sends them off and yeah it goes from there there's not really a lot to say the premise is pretty straightforward um, yeah I quite enjoyed this one uh, I didn't enjoy it so much to be honest I thought it pacing wise it's a bit tricky I think when you're doing an all nighter you need to kind of have films that have got quite a quick pace yeah. keep people going and taking over whereas this was quite a slow burn yeah. and especially placed after all head wrecks <clears throat> it almost it slowed the evening down quite a bit so you've got raw head wrecks people are having a laugh there's a bit of blood and guts yeah. and then you've got this where it's like okay this is a slow burn we're sort of seeing some bits and pieces of creepy shit oh we're into the last half hour where it's all going fucking manic okay yeah and even when it's going fucking manic it's not really fucking manic it's just it's picked up a bit yeah um yeah I think one of the weaker ones of the evening 
Apparently all the dialogue for the film was dubbed in post-production. <laughs> nice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, he was alright. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised that John would manage to stay awake this long. To be honest, I think I started to fall asleep at this point. Now, we've met up with um, a couple of people from Radio Go Press podcast, and um, there's a bit of like a running joke that I just slept through the entire <laughs> evening. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Rosie from Radio Gold Press was put up a post. I don't know if she put a post. Radio Gold Press's Instagram post. Blah, blah, fuck it now. Radio Gold Press put up a post about how Rosie would be attending on her own. So I was all like, oh, okay, yeah, give us a shout because we're going and you can hang around with us rather than spend the entire evening on your own. So it was like, right, which one's Rosie? Rosie's the one with pink hair. Okay, we'll keep an eye out for a girl with pink hair. And so when we were first queuing up, I saw this girl with pink hair, but she was there with some dude. And I was like, well, I don't want to go talk to the girl with pink hair with the dude there because she said she was coming on her own. I don't want to piss off this pink dude by being all like, hey, is your name Rosie? And like making it look like I was doing a come on or something. So we waited and we went in to watch a film and come out. And he was like, well, there's only one girl here with pink hair. So it must be her. So we should go say hello. And then we went to go say hello, but she'd gone back in. So it was after the child. We went back out. Right. And we said hello, and we had a bit of a chat. And it turns out it was Rosie, and she was there with her friend Jay. And Jay knows lots about horror movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was quite fun tying up with some people. Look, we yeah. made we made friends after two years of asking <laughs> to make friends with people. We finally made friends. Yay. And you can ask them. She says we're lovely, so that's nice. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so we had a bit of back and forth then, the films. We were sat in the front. When the film finished, we'd go out and have a chat with them and see what they think about the films. Mm. So that was nice. Yeah. And we'll probably end up doing it again next year. Yeah. So, you know, you haven't got to be afraid anymore. You can come say hello to us because <laughs> we're lovely. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask her to leave her as like an iTunes review. Can she just put in that she met us and we were lovely? <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, so... Yeah, but I, I did sort of fall asleep a little bit during this one. And I did fall asleep through, you know, five, every ten minutes film. of every other film. <laughs> I slept a bit longer during Contamination, but I didn't sleep at all during um, the last film. The last film. Yeah, I just fell asleep through the ones that, you know, I came there to watch. Well, the plan, I was all like, okay, if I if I really need to crash, yeah. I'll crash at Contamination, because yeah, Contamination yeah. is the only one I've seen. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just do that except we sat at the front this year right in front of the screen right in front of the speakers so every time I'd start to nod off there'd be like a massive gunfight and then people would be exploding yeah, yeah. and it was just super fucking loud and it'd just be like uh, awake I'd see guts flying everywhere uh, stay awake for a bit fall asleep somebody's screaming wide awake again yeah. so I couldn't really sleep yeah yeah, but yeah I, I like I thought it'd make it longer than the second film to be honest <laughs> yeah before you started crashing yeah, yeah. but I didn't miss much in any of the films apart no. from Contamination I just think quite a bit through that one. <laughs> I'll have to lend you Contamination yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can I, see to be honest I've seen enough of Contamination <laughs> good looking. we'll get to Contamination where you can hear Dave's full breakdown of how much he enjoyed what like, he yeah. saw okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, right so next up we had The Prey Released in 1983, what do you think the IMDb is? 83, I thought I had 84. Does it say 83 on IMDb? Same as that. Unless there's 84 on the Gorathon thing. Who knows? 
we're not going to check because we're not that professional but it came out in either 83 or 84 um yeah the prey is one of those ones where it was out on vhs and then got lost yeah for a while and got in limbo hell between distributors and stuff so it's quite nice when these things actually get re-released because yeah. I don't know I've got a bit of a soft spot for some of the more B movie stuff that goes straight to video like mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was quite interested in this one. It was a lot of hype. Uh, I think it was a Texas fright made. They screened it and it was yeah. like to a sold out screen. And before I played, like one of the guys who worked on the restoration for Arrow came up and talked about it quite passionately. Um, yeah, he built a lot of hype for it to be honest. So I was quite int- you know, I was quite up for it. It was obviously it's an earlier sort of slasher movie. Um, again, premise people going into the woods, camping, they're not coming back. Mm. Um, yeah, you're straightforward woodland slasher. You never answer my question, man. What do you think the IMDb is? IMDb <clears throat> considering it was lost, and I guess it's gonna be down there pretty low because it's gonna be I don't know maybe it'd be the opposite because if it's down if it's like die hard people finding it it's going to be up quite high mm. if it was like a more wider release it'd be a shitty score I'm going to stop talking shit and just say a 6.2 no 3.6 3.6 oof miles out there we are that'll teach me trying to do fucking logic you are right it did come out in 1984 it was filmed in 1977 oof and it wasn't released until 84 no sorry it was filmed in 78 and released in 84 boom sat on the shelf for a while yeah what do you make of it man um, I think out of all the movies I quite enjoyed this one probably the most. if yeah. it was a case of I was going to buy one by the end of the evening it, it would, would probably be, be the prey. yeah yeah um, that doesn't necessarily mean it's fucking fantastic <laughs> by any means yeah, yeah. but I enjoyed it it was, it was enjoyable, good yeah um, I think the people that obviously made it, there was a bit of, we had a bit of a fill in as, in terms of, you know, the directors and all this sort of stuff. So the story that went with it was quite interesting um, in terms of the making of the film. But there's a lot of nature shots. Yeah, yeah, there's, shitloads of nature there's, shots. There's a guy uh, playing the banjo for like five minutes, which is genius. A, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that just, they just sort of ham in there. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, again, like you said, the banjo scene. He's a park ranger who meets, essentially, the gaggle of girls that go into the woods with their boyfriends. And then we cut to him where he sat in his cabin drinking a beer, tuning a banjo, plays the banjo, and then cuts away. Like, the scene has no relevance <laughs> whatsoever. It's just literally it's a guy amazing. playing a beer banjo yeah. for fucking five minutes. Pretty good, I don't know. He was fucking great. Um... But then it cuts back to him again, like two minutes later, where he just <laughs> tunes like his banjo again. tunes his banjo again, <laughs> and then he doesn't play anything. He just cuts back. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting one. Um, I think the the con the killer concept was sound. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of slasher movies they just throw these really grandiose, over the top fucking origin stories for the killers in. This one's really straightforward. I think the kills were quite interesting. I think the picking people off was good. Hmm. There was one bit in particular where I gave an audible, ooh. What bit was that? Um, spoilers. You close your ears for like two seconds if you don't want to hear it. The tree bit and the girl in the trap. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that was an audible, ooh. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think I the prey was, it, it did the job. Yeah. That was the kind of thing I was sort of 
looking for, I think, for the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was something along the lines of Rawhead Rex yeah. and the Prey, keeping it with that slasher, uh, campy, like sort of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, feel. What did you think? Yeah, was I loved it, man. Yeah, it was great. I, I say I loved it, you know. What, you saw of it? Yeah, yeah. Sleepy, no, I sleepy day. <laughs> <laughs> not loving sleepy day, by the way. Like, that's not something that goes often at all. I love um, sleepy day. No. Um, I, did, I, I didn't sleep that much during the film. <laughs> Literally, like, a few minutes, maybe. Just a couple of nature shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Maybe one of the banjo scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I did enjoy this one, yeah. It's probably my favourite of the evening. And like you say, the kills were great, and the premise was solid. So yeah. Um, yeah, another break, and then we came back in for the chill factor. Was that next? Yes. Yeah, I believe chill factor was next. Yeah, chill factor and contamination then. So I have no premise to base this. No premise. No. Again, I'm not very good at the English language. <laughs> no basis on which to found this assumption, but. I was kind of hoping the chill factor was going to be along the lines of Doom Asylum. Yeah. Which was one of the films they showed at last year's All Nighter. Um, and I fucking loved it. So I was hoping... Yeah, that, sounds great. I was hoping chill factor was going to be the same, like over-the-top, gory as fuck, daft storyline, but shit loads of fun. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't that type of film. No. I still quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it was still good. Um, it was super fucking loud on the snowmobiles. It was, yeah, yeah. Like, that was fucking loud. So the basis, the, the premise is there's a bunch of um, young adults, I want to say. They weren't teens, were they? No, they were... They, one of them was studying to be a doctor, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they, they, you know... One's like a lawyer or whatever. But anyway, yeah, they go on this, like, snowmobile trip, I guess. Yeah, they don't seem to be staying anywhere, do they? They're just going yeah. out and about on snowmobiles. Yeah, yeah. Riding around. Cutting about on snowmobiles. Yeah. In the beginning, it starts off with the narration from one of the survivors, I guess, from the end of it, talking retrospectively about what happened. And it shows, it cuts to a scene where some guy flies, <laughs> off a, flies off a snowmobile and hits a tree. She has like a vision. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's the way it's that trade. <laughs> Wonk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, there were a couple of bits that I think were humorous in this, but weren't supposed to necessarily yeah, yeah. be humorous. Yeah. Um, there was the bit where, again, the one woman is narrating. She's running through each of the characters. And this is John John, and John John's going to be a doctor. And John John's engaged to Mary Lou, and Mary Lou's this, that, and the other. Yeah. And this is Bud, and Bud plays football. A Bud's girlfriend's black, but she's okay. <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> um, yeah. They basically, they, they go, they're having their little jet ski fuckabout. Um, the two lads are arguing about who's the fastest. Yeah. In a straight race, uh, they find out that they can go to this lake. Um, lo and behold, they're racing on the lake. The girl's vision becomes real. Well, I say it becomes real, pans out guy crashes into a fucking tree and then they have to try and find somewhere to put him to keep him safe from yes. going into shock and all the rest and um, whilst they're in this like abandoned church I think it is yeah it's an old summer camp isn't it this just got very heavy they find this Ouija board type device I haven't seen one of them before no in the, in the fucking 
hundreds, if not thousands, of horror movies I've yeah. watched over the years. I've never seen a Ouija board like that. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's called a looking, looking board, looking something, because it's got the eye in the middle. Yeah, yeah anyway. It's yeah, like an eye in the middle, and it's got like a spinny bit, and yeah. Yeah. Um, and they inadvertently summon some fucking demon, possesses the guy who's been knocked out by the tree, and yeah, all hell breaks loose. Not in a demons kind of way. More of a subtle. Yeah, more of a people getting killed in final destination. He kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was all right. This was the one where I did nap a little bit. I started to nod off because again, I was tired. Yeah. Not quite enough to be sleepy, Reese, but (laughs) I was nodding off. (laughs) Um, But from what I saw, I enjoyed it. Um, I I think it was a bit of a slow burn. It definitely wasn't the kind of actiony packed all nighter film yeah, that I was maybe hoping did. for. Yeah, yeah. Um Did we talk about the IMDB score this one? I don't think we did, no. no. What do you think? Four point three. Oh, three point seven. Three point seven, yeah. This this had a feel of almost Satan's blade but done better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. me. Yeah, um, there wasn't quite as many like the the script was quite sound in terms of it was logical and people weren't just like repeating themselves. <laughs> a little bit racist. <laughs> a little I'm bit racist. Sure that one guy was fucking his sister. Yeah, but yeah, that's implied. Yeah. That, that incest. Before he element. yes, before he becomes possessed though. Yeah. 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 So it's just yeah, kind of weird. That's a normal thing. He's trying to just fuck his sister. Yeah, it was the eighties. Yeah, it was alright. Um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it from what I saw. Um, it's one of those ones that I will probably no doubt pick up when I have a sale on or at a convention <laughs> and like <laughs> pad out the collection because it's not like I haven't got enough already um, yeah what do you think? I quite enjoyed it yeah it was alright um, it wasn't the worst of the evening <laughs> by far yeah <laughs> some of the kills are pretty cool yeah yeah, it was during the kills I started nodding off. So yeah. it was like I woke up and said, oh shit, that guy's got a bit of ice through his eye. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. Um, yeah. With a watch. Amazing. Pardon me. <laughs> that would be fun to add to that. I might not even bother. Um, yeah, so next then we had Contamination. Now this one I did stick through a chunk of I'll admit. <laughs> this one is one <clears throat> that I've seen before. So the plan, like I said previously, was that if I was really fucking falling apart to mm. sleep through this one. Yeah, yeah. Because our whole thing is that we go up knowing full well we've got nowhere else to go because we can't afford a fucking hotel. <laughs> yeah. So if we're gonna have to sleep, it has to be in the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah this was this was the one I was prepared for and last year was only five movies this year was six yeah. so I was all like wow if I hold out this long before needing to sleep I'm doing alright yeah um, yeah so Contamination what year was that? that was 1980 1980 um, what do you think the IMDb score for this one is? <sighs> judging by your oh fucking hell it's going to be up there I'm going to go with a 5.2 <laughs> oh so close 5.3 <laughs> Oh, fucking IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a Rotten Tomato score or not? I don't know, let me have a look. 
I'm curious now. Like, like, like I couldn't find two of them, so I just gave up. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think the the Rotten Tomatoes meter says? So the Rotten Tomato meter is going to be down at twenty odd percent. Nothing. 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 Fuck. It does have an audience score though? What do you think the audience score is? Audience score is going to be about forty percent. Thirty. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, so Contamination, essentially, if you will, an Italian rip-off or sequel or bootleg. That's the word I'm looking for. It's an Italian <laughs> aliens bootleg. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a ship coming into harbour. It won't slow down. They get no response from the crew. They send somebody in to have a look. He flies. There's a flyover. There's no sign of crew members. They send out a shend. They send out. Well, they send out a crew on a tugboat to uh, bring him in. <laughs> well done, man. Thanks. That was a good save. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they send out a tugboat crew to bring him in, and then send in specialists to have a look because the crew's all missing. Except they're not all missing. They're in various nooks and crannies, in various states of decomposition. Um, they find these eggs that are like pulsating and glowing and they're essentially supposed to be facehugger face eggs. Facehugger eggs, yeah, yeah. Um, except when these get hot enough, they explode. The noise they make as well. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They like the, that weird synthy woo, 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 yeah. like Doctor Who fucking yeah, sound yeah. effect. Um, as these things get hot, yeah, they make that funny noise, start fucking glowing, then they explode and they get this fucking shit all over you egg contents yeah. and, and then, then it's just a chest burster without the chest burster yeah they, it's essentially this stuff makes you fucking chest burst explode yeah. so there's loads of exploding guts yeah. Um, yes the surviving officer from the initial investigation is then assigned to like help save the world because of these eggs yeah um from what you saw, <laughs> Sleepy Dave, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, it's pretty, pretty crap. In all <laughs> I mean, as far as the whole alien things go, alien thing goes, um, they just had the eggs and the eggs were pretty shit looking, especially when they started glowing green and making that weird synth noise. I fell asleep for a, a large, I don't want to say a large chunk, but I missed, like, what? I don't know. I fell asleep about half an hour in and when I woke up again the main lady was locked in the bathroom screaming so I'm not sure how much I missed in that interim time yeah you may you missed the sort of the government breakdown of what the eggs are and right, okay. because they do the test and there's various bits and pieces where they show you being injected into a rat and yeah. some other bits and pieces oh, I saw the rat thing yeah. yeah and I fell asleep at that point and then I woke up right. to the bathroom um, yeah I don't think you missed much then there's a bit where they're talking and she's trying to recruit because as it pans out, I think it's Mars these astronauts went to and the one of them's now been like deemed loopy because he said he saw something in the tunnels and the right. other one's like, we saw nothing. Yeah. But comes back and she tries to recruit the loopy one to help her out because what he said is true. Mm. And he slaps her. Did you see that bit? Um, no. No? No. <clears throat> That's a, yeah, you missed that bit. You just missed a man slapping a woman because okay. she was giving him some grief, but she was giving him some grief to buck him up so he'd come along. And after he slaps her, he's all like, oh, okay, I'll come along then. <laughs> so that was quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's a cheap and nasty bootleg yeah. aliens yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, if you not actually have any aliens in it. Yeah, and if you're not after much of a plot, but like to see some really bad bad chest yeah. bursting yeah. 
clearly got some. They're not bad in a good way either. Awful like, in yeah. there. Um, yeah, I think it's a good, it's a good fun movie if you're going in not expecting anything too fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I enjoy it every time I watch it. This being the second time I watched it. <laughs> My only qualm is the fucking mother alien, the queen at the end. Mm. Um, which I won't go into too much detail for but if you check the movie out let me know what you thought of considering it's supposed to be I'm not sure where it sits in the alien canon in terms of timeline so you've got the Fox alien movies yeah whether it comes after aliens in which case you've already got the queen to work off of nice and whether this is supposed to be the king so he looks differently I don't know but either way it looks fucking I mean it's set on earth so yeah, this one doesn't go into space, you know, that, yeah. in an effort to reflect on budget, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the eggs are grown from seeds that the astronauts collected, that he's planted out in some way, fucking really hot and spicy. Speaking of budget, apparently the film was partially funded by Colombian drug dealers. Nice. And apparently they were quite pleased with their investment. <laughs> <laughs> How they didn't kill all the people involved in it, I don't know. I don't know. It must have made them some money. Yeah, it must have been like a good return on it. Yeah. Um, yeah now I think if you're into the whole I know 88 films do a whole slew of like Italian they've got the Italian collection where they do yeah Italian movies that a lot of them are like essentially bootleg sequels and Mm. some are original bits and pieces if you're into that whole thing I think it's definitely worth checking out if you want to stick something on with your mates for some shits and giggles I think it's a good one to put on with a few beers just for a laugh Um, it's by no means to be taken remotely serious or seen as a actual film to fit in with the aliens canon <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right so yeah next up we have the super secret mystery film the super the secret mystery film crowd pleasing all night good. long we've been sitting here waiting for this crowd pleasing film I've just sat through five films all of which at this point I'm thinking yeah they were alright yeah they were this was nothing on last year's fucking slew of movies last year's had a couple more good films yeah, in yeah. that I really liked yeah so I'm thinking this they've been saving it they've been saving the best till fucking last this crowd pleasing mystery film is gonna blow my fucking socks off we go in we sit down we prepare for socks to be blown off yeah it starts starts rolling the credits dream demon am I right okay I know nothing about this I've got absolutely no fucking idea what this movie is Dream Demon, I'm invested. I'm thinking, okay, Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, yeah. with demons. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Starts rolling through the credits. Who's Jimmy who, Nail? Whose <laughs> nail pops up? Whose nail? <laughs> whose name pops up on screen? Yeah. Jimmy Nail. Jimmy Nail. Now, Jimmy Nail. I'm thinking, okay, yeah. let's not hold I it mean, against it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Jimmy he Nail was in a, a big lot name of stuff. Back in the 80s, you know? He was. He was yeah. very big. We also have Timothy Spall. Who was the rat dude in Harry Potter? Rat Maybe. dude, he's creepy as fuck in this as well. Yeah, he's fucking horrible. Um, so yeah, no idea what the fuck's going on. I was like, right, okay, let's 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 give it my give it my all. It's the last one. We're in the fucking clearing now. This yes. is it. Before we go into IMDb score. Oh, three point four. Five point three. Oh fuck off. Above everything else. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Jesus. Oof. So yeah, what do you think of it? Uh, we've got this girl running into the basic premise. Yeah. 
this woman. She's marrying a soldier. He's a hero. He's a bit of a dickhead. But a dickhead. Um, they're going to get married. She opens up with... She's having a dream sequence where... Yeah, we don't know it's a dream sequence initially. At this point, a wedding. It's a wedding. Yeah. And she's telling him that she can't marry him and he loses his shit and he's like, how dare you embarrass me? And he slaps her. And gives her a slap and it's like, oh, fucking hell. And then she punches his fucking head off. Knocks his head, cl- not like just knocks him on his ass, knocks his head clean yeah, off his fucking his shoulders. And I'm like, whoa, yes, we might very well be in for a treat, yeah? yeah. Um, she wakes up and you're like, ah. Okay, it's a dream. Well, you know, the gore is there. We've got to, you know, knock somebody's fucking head off. Let's, let's see where this goes. And it essentially goes... I don't want to say the same place over and over again nowhere yeah it just goes to the same labyrinth over and over again basically her parents have bought this house that they've converted into three flats I think you've got this American woman turns up and I'll you know I will say from the get go at this point I was fucking knackered and maybe not completely invested into it before it even started and do you know this is one of the like this and all headwrecks I I was like awake for fully awake for so maybe Dave's opinion is a bit more on the ball than mine but yeah I mean, I was still quite sleepy and all that. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were sleepy, Dave. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's having these weird fucking nightmares in this house, but this American woman turns up, and for some reason she's drawn to this house but doesn't know why, and you get this story unfolds where they both, like, become friends and try and fucking figure out the reason she's having these dreams mm. and all the rest of it. And got these reporters, Jimmy Nail and Timothy Spall, who are hounding the woman because she's apparently quite famous for marrying this yeah this guy must soldier. come from like a wealthy family and he's done like some good shit out in the Falklands war I think it is so they want like the nitty gritty on him and yeah it's, it's a bit I thought it was a bit fucking weird I don't know if I was because I was asleep or if it because I was like well not because I was asleep just because I was tired but it seemed a bit all over the place yeah it was a bit and seemed to keep coming back to this whole fucking labyrinth yeah well this like the dream sequence ends up in a corridor normally and yeah. it's the same corridor she goes to every time and by the by the end of the film she's like fucking hell would you just go somewhere else <laughs> just fucking go somewhere else because <laughs> when it first started I was thinking okay we're doing like a Hellraiser-y Nightmare on Elm Street crossover yeah where she goes into like this dream state where there are these things waiting for her yeah. um but I don't know it's not very explained very well no it's not you've pretty much no idea what's going on throughout the entire film like the photographer goes missing at one point spoilers but apparently he's in this labyrinth area but nobody ever really finds him like he's not his body's never like he dies in her dream but in her dream he dies by like falling into a fiery pit I think something like that and um, but that obviously can't be how he died and we don't really find out how he died. Yeah, just it's all a bit it. fucking weird. Yeah. Um, and there's a young girl with blonde hair that we see this part of this house that she's tied to the origins of the dream demon that you yeah. don't know, that is the basic, like, I don't know, the concept. It's a fucking weird one to try and explain, mm. but the girl looked old as shit. Like, she looked older <laughs> than the American girl yeah. with the who dark hair, who she's supposed to be. And, yeah. uh, I didn't care for this one. No. This one was when I started clock watching because this one I was like, I know we're leaving soon. 
it started at six o'clock in the morning it's now ten past seven it should be finished it felt like quite long quite a long film it did I don't think the runtime was particularly no, long yeah, but it, it did feel like long. a fucking long one yeah so yeah overall thoughts I did not care for this one no um, again I think Arrow tricked me into <laughs> yeah they draw you in man with the mystery films. <laughs> they do yeah. they, they go on about these mystery films and it's just like oh fuck and like last year's I think I was probably asleep through quite a lot of it so I'll give it that Edge much of the yeah I think Edge of the Axe was better than Dream Demon though yeah I think so too I think from what I remember of it it was better um, but yeah Dream Demon I don't think is one I think it's one that I will be staying away from unless like I was going to be a perfect fucking collection and try and get You'll everything buy I don't know day. I haven't bought Satan's Blade yet either no. I've left that fucking lie in there It'll come up up on sale one day and they're like, ooh. Yeah, whenever I go to these conventions and Arrow's having a 5 for 30, I do quite often think, well, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, it was definitely, I think, the weakest one of the evening. Yeah. I think if I had to pick a preferred movie, it's either going to be Rawhead Rex or The Prey. Yeah, I'd say The Prey for me over Rawhead Rex. Um, I think overall this year was not as good as last year in terms of films yeah I think the Arrow people put on a good event yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. the event was bad no yeah the event was great but it was great fun and like I said we're probably going again next year yeah um, but I don't know I think the movie choices this year were not as strong yeah. like um, apparently this was the third year so we've missed a year yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know why the films were there I mean we could probably find out but we're not going to because we're lazy <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah I don't know the if you're going to put on an all-nighter, I'm of the opinion that it should be something that keeps people awake and like yeah, yeah, invested yeah. and going. Yeah, when you put on these slow burns or things like Dream Demon. Yeah, and the child. Where they're like, yeah, they're slow, they're, there's not a lot going on. Mm. They, they, they bring everybody down, everybody starts fucking crashing. Yeah, I feel like the audience this year, like last year, people are sort of laughing and sort of, having a joke about the dialogue and all that and well I was it last year's year? last year's films they had considering this year was also sold out yeah I was expecting more crowd participation yeah, yeah. if you will more of that like audience engagement there was laughing. quite a bit in the play, in the prey yeah and during Rawhead Rex yeah 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 but I think that's I think they need to try and find that balance between I can appreciate Arrow is trying to introduce some of the lesser known titles if you will and obviously they're trying to plug shit to sell it so the prey is coming up they want people to get behind that chill factors new out they want people to be buying that the child is part of the American horror project they want people to be buying that so I can see from their perspective why they're picking certain films but I think in terms of putting on the event you want to try and get films that are keeping people going keeping people interested keeping mm. people on their toes yeah, through the yeah. evening yeah, yeah. if we start putting on these slow burns people are going to start crashing because yeah, yeah. once it comes 3-4 o'clock in the morning unless you're usually awake at that time you're going to start dropping off yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah I'll be interested to see what they plan to do next year yeah well I'm keen to go like regardless of what yeah, it's a good, it's a good little trip out. We have a good laugh when we go. Yeah, John was keen as well. Spend money. Yeah, John was keen. So again, a bit of background information on John. 
he's not the kind of person that would necessarily watch culty or horror movies yeah. I mean while we were there and discussing movies that we watched um, he'd recently he informed us that he'd recently watched American Psycho yeah. with Christian Bale in it yeah. which was released 20 years yeah. ago yeah. <laughs> um, when we asked him if he'd seen it he asked if it was the film about the kids and he was like yeah yeah you know yeah. the kids and the clown and he was a bit confused about the clown part so yeah. I don't think he's seen it no <laughs> I think when you said it and he thought you said hit so I think he said like uh, that hit film and okay then, yeah we were at McDonald's was, at the time yeah. so I couldn't quite hear what he was saying yeah he was um, I think that there was a bit of a loss of yeah dialogue yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's not somebody that necessarily would go out of his way to watch a hit horror movie let alone a culty one yeah, yeah. so for John to come along and have a good time I think it's a testament to the evening that yeah, Arrow yeah, and yeah. Prince Charles were playing. And like I said, so. you're keen to go again. So. Yeah. So it can't be that bad, the three and a half hour bus journey and the fucking <laughs> no sleep and yeah, the fucking yeah. three and a half hour bus journey home. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Fun times. Long day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go to sleep when I came home either. No, I, I didn't go to sleep through. until... So I left on the Saturday morning mm. from my house at about 10 a.m. Yeah drove about an hour to my parents' house on the motorbike, then walked 20 minutes to the train station on the train for a bit, then we got a lift from the train station to Cardiff from yeah. John O's at the Half Hetty, thank you very much for that lift yeah, by the way, because that train was fucking rammed and horrible, um, then we had a three and a half hour bus journey, we did the whole Aravidia thing, mm. three and a half hour bus journey home, part around town, train back, then walked to parents' house, motorbike back to my house. I think I got in about f- just before five o'clock okay. on Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, oh, Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, sorry, yeah. yeah. And then I think I ran a bath for the kids, Yeah. put the kids in the bath, and then went for a lie down and fell asleep and was, like, out fucking cold. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I got home at about three. And, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't go to bed until sort of nine, ten o'clock that night. Oof. Yeah. You savage. I mean, I mean I you did sleep them. through yeah. every fucking film. <laughs> I slept for like five minutes through like three of them, you know? And then half, maybe 20 minutes in contamination. 20 minutes, half an hour. Max. I had about an hour, right? So the entire fucking evening, I had maybe an hour. Less than that. Yeah, I think we all nodded off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only one. I definitely did. don't deserve the moniker. <laughs> Sleepy Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think from what I recall, um, Rosie said that Jay had slept through most of them as well. Yeah. I think she stayed awake through everything. Yeah. So, you know, take okay. my hat off there. Yeah, well yeah. done. Um, but yeah, there we are. Our video all night there. Yep, yep. Part two, we did that one. It was good. We'll go back. Mm. This, I don't know, did I tell you about the Friday the 13th? You mentioned it, yeah. I think, it's all right. I think you put it on Instagram, didn't you? There's a Friday the 13th marathon coming up. I think it's one through four. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily, it's not quite an all-nighter. It starts at about six and finishes about 1 a.m. See, that's a bit like... That's a long-ass wait for us to get home. Exactly, yeah. Um, but I think it's on the Friday night okay. because it's Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. So I think the buses run more regularly on the Friday. It's the Saturday and the Sunday that they start dropping oh, off right, the mega bus. Okay. Yeah. So we might be able to get like a two, three clock bus home <clears throat> oof I do not want to see Victoria Station <laughs> it's bad enough in the middle of the oh, day I was like, going to say yeah, can you imagine that fucking bus ride home with all those piss heads oh. 
but um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna look into that one a bit more because yeah. the thing is, I can leave the car in Cardiff and we can drive back in the car. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still getting home earlier. Yeah. It's early hours in the morning. I'm getting home, yeah, but yeah. it's not fucking late in the afternoon, so I still get a couple of hours kip and yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think if we're not gonna do that, we should maybe try and have a Friday the thirteenth party and yeah. get some people together somewhere, and we'll that smash. Good, then, I've yeah. got the box set. The As tin, you say, we can box more than four then, and we can just like. Keep going till the early morning yeah, yeah. and just fucking smash Wanna it. Want to get to at least Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, and then fall asleep. <laughs> and then fall asleep because I'm shit. <laughs> yeah, try to keep going. Yeah. But yeah, I'll try and organise something. I'll see who's free, whose house is empty. Yeah, I'd be keen for that. I'll try and sort something out. Cool. Well, here we are. Another so, brand spanking shiny new episode. Next time we will continue. Well, we'll finish off the Hellraiser films next time. Two more to go. Yeah. And then we will wrap up Clive Barker's season with two more episodes, maybe. We yeah. cover like the rest of his sort of repertoire, and there's two two episodes. I think if we cover, if we dedicate, I think there'll be quite a bit to say about Candyman. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. if we cover Candyman one and two yeah. for an episode, and then we'll do one final episode where we wrap up on the bitty bits, like Midnight Me Train. Yeah. Um, Lord of Illusions. Lord of Illusions. Yeah. Um, Dread. And I think that's it then. Right? Yeah. yeah I think it's too many we'll see what we can yeah. fit in if you've got anything in particular that you'd actually like us to cover like one in particular where you'd like to hear our professional thoughts and opinions <laughs> on the matter yeah. then uh, I'll put up a little post once this episode goes up to see what people want us to discuss yeah um if yeah. any of you do actually request something we will actually do some research on that and <laughs> yeah <laughs> at the we, moment we put some effort in at least. nobody asks us about anything yeah. so we just chat shit yeah, yeah. whereas if you, you know you want us to do a thorough not that I'm saying our, it's, our, it's our audience's fault this podcast is shit, shit yeah, no, no by no means <laughs> it's not your fault. fault please keep listening yeah, yeah. Um, yes no at the moment is we're still I think finding our feet a bit in terms yeah, yeah, of yeah how we deliver these episodes yeah, in terms of content <laughs> so yeah any feedback constructive feedback is more than welcome yeah. um, direct all that to Griff yeah from various places yeah um, yes thank you for listening thank you very much see you next time Bye-bye.